Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Adventures in Novus podcast brought to you by Damn Gaming. As always, our social media are in the notes, and let's just jump into it. When last we met our heroes, they set on the classic quest to find and save the princess. Princess Gertrude has been missing for a month, and Anders, Crick, and Travis set out from Trader's Haven answering the call on a gondola traveling up three rivers. There was another group on another boat traveling up the river with them, and they got attacked by crocodiles, sinking the other group. Crocodiles defeated, and everyone ashore, both boat captains are considering this terrible omen, as an attack like this is an unnatural occurrence. Welcome back, boys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's nice. Kind of wish I was playing Call of Duty, but I'm not. That's okay. so glad it's not as hot as it was last time. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so much better now. Yes, yeah. definitely. I'm still in my underpants, though, <laughs> just as a precaution. Uh, it's gross. So, you guys had a crocodile that you killed, and you had a crocodile that was wrestled away by Captain Akimbo. The crocodile swam away with an arrow from Travis, still lodged in his back. There are arrows in the water. There's a dead crocodile in the water. And there's two angry boat captains. You don't know why they're angry. You know they made their best efforts to save the crocodiles, but one had to be killed after it almost ate Bort. So they had been talking down shore from you guys as you are soaking wet, some with blood, some with water. What is everyone thinking or doing in this moment? I just want to say that I'm I'm glad that the crocodile has the arrow still sticking in his back because to me it says it's a little bit of foreshadowing that at some critical key point in the future that crocodile is going to return. He's going to have the arrow <laughs> sticking out of his back. It's going to be in a cloak and he's going to fuck over one of us really hard. At Probably a me because moment. it's my arrow. Yeah, he's going to show up I and he's just going to he's going to get tra- you. Watch your back, Travis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, and just give me a second arc. while I write all this down yeah. for chapter two. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Only it's cunt. gonna be like it's gonna be like mutated by then. It's gonna be like CR twenty seven. For those that don't know, CR is the level that's associated with how powerful a monster is. It's the challenge rating. The challenge rating. So I am supposed to put a challenge rating appropriate to the level of this group, a CR two monster. <laughs> would be a good battle for a level two group. So we have Anders maybe still uh, drinking the rest of uh, Bort's flask. Hey, hey, I didn't say finish the whole thing. Well, I saved your life. I thought it was implied. Oh, I, 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 I guess so. But can you leave me a sip, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Just this towering guy, this little halfling. Oh, you're not as honorable as Gaston. Gaston will leave me a sip. He's just like, since Gaston like, he puts just his like, finger up, yeah. <laughs> keeps drinking. <laughs> like Archer. Yeah. <laughs> Gaston's just like, oh, 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 oh. He's coughing out water. He's like, oh, I did not like that at all. It's like, we're just so happy you're, you're okay, the wizard says. So both boat captains have finished talking and they are now approaching everyone. Akimbo goes to his original group, which was Claire, Travis, Crick, and Anders. And he nods at each of you to get back onto the gondola. The other boat captain, he um, addresses the crowd and he's talking to them. 
And for anyone that cares to listen, mm-hmm. he's saying that the forest has rejected you. We must go back. We will wait for the next boat. And uh, you hear Bork going, oh, thank God. Don't have to tell me twice, huh? Hey, give me that flask, huh? even if it's empty. That's, that's I like that flask. Here you are. And I hand over the flask. <laughs> okay. You it is take- empty. <laughs> and what he didn't know is I had already drank it by the time he asked me not to. <laughs> so I'm still he drank it on that power. first swill. Yeah. I thought it was implied. Exactly. I'm a big man. I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty you know. Yeah. What is your constitution? <laughs> 14, I believe. Ooh. 15? Oh. A sizable constitution. Yes. The female ranger and wizard are kind of visibly distraught. They're just kind of like, oh, well, there's 2,000 gold. And then the paladin's like, oh, <coughs> maybe it's for the best. And uh, he's even got a raspier voice as he's trying to breathe. So. He just met him. Mario Cap walked across the bottom of a river. So, yeah. yeah. And, and Akimbo is like waving you guys aboard. He's like, they must be taken back. We will continue. How far back is it? Well, you guys had um, gone two hours up the river by the time you were attacked. And there's approximately another two hours to go upriver to the dock. That's the midway point. Yeah, you're about halfway. You know that, Travis. And you might be relaying this information to Anders and Crick, who have never been here. I mean, we got to go all the way back and then back here again. What kind of nonsense oh, is this? No, no, no. We, we must keep going. It is them that must leave. Right. So everyone is back in the boat, and once again, you're moving north along the Three Rivers. Farewell, good sirs and ladies. Perhaps <laughs> you, we shall meet again. Bort just, like, gives you guys the finger. Excuse me? That's not a nice gesture. It, wait, is it sa- does it mean the same thing for your culture as it means for mine? <laughs> it means peace among worlds. Hmm. Okay, and then you too. And then I give him the finger. <laughs> like, okay, bye. Like that great scene in the Mr. Bean movie. Yeah. Just like sitting in the back of the convertible, just like, like flipping the bird off to everybody. Gets beside this like big, like angry biker guy. And just like, eh, double like right in his face. I was actually from Rick and Morty. Rick created this mo- mini verse that... Uh, it's not from yeah, Rick and Morty. It was definitely sure. from Mr. No. Bean. No, and then he went down there no, no, and no, it was guys, the Powers car. It's from this show that happened like 30 years later. That's how good yeah. a time travel Rick and Morty is. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Inception level. Wow. Yeah. No, no, no. I digress. So, you guys are soaking wet. You you guys didn't really get any bloodied at all, so you're just wet. I feel it's very unlikely that I'm even wet. I've been in the boat and, 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 and hanging out quite well this whole time. Well, you did get out of the boat to do your Captain Morgan pose. No, no, no. Inside the boat, I put my leg up on top okay. of the boat for my Captain Morgan Everybody pose. Everybody is wet but crazy. Excellent. And <laughs> I'm only wet up to my, like, thighs. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why am he, I wet? Because you jumped, jumped out of the, the boat to, <laughs> to bring the boat to the shore. And he rescued you're the, you're 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 the most out wet. Of water. You're the most wet. Fine. I stayed out of the way and directed things. <laughs> Actually, Gaston is the most wet. Yes. And everybody else who swam. Regardless, the sun dries whatever degree of wetness you have <laughs> as you float continually up the river. This time, maybe you're not appreciating the beauty as much as before. Instead of looking into the reflection of the water, you're trying to look deeper below. Instead of appreciating the trees, you're trying to see what's behind them. 
You can see changes in Claire as well. She sits with you guys this time and starts looking around with the same intensity. Closer to Travis than um, <laughs> Crick, to be sure. For Akimbo, you couldn't even tell that something had happened. He's back in his position at the back of the gondola, and he's paddling his four cola at the, with the same intense stare forward. What's the other leading them back? To he, they're to waiting for a boat to cross by to jump aboard and head back to Trader's Haven. they got rejected because the alligator or crocodile. It was their boat specifically. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, the bad omen was that their boat was attacked by, because there's two crocodiles and two two boats. Yeah, and they could have went both, but they both And they both attacked the same one. Okay. Those people were complaining. They are going to be the rivals. Yeah. I have a feeling that they are done with the whole thing. We're blasting off again. Team board strikes again. Team board. (laughs) Clearly the leader. After two hours and now an early evening, Akimbo steers the gondola to a large dock. There are 20 other boats tied to it, mostly gondolas, but some various sizes of small ships. There's still space for much more on this dock. The dock runs parallel up the river, and it's full of activity. Boats are being loaded and unloaded with various supplies, ledgers are being ticked, and merchants are being paid. This is where most of the trade comes in and out of Guare to Trader's Haven to be sold to the rest of the world. Akimbo docks the boat near a young Guarian eagerly awaiting to do his job, and he proceeds to tie the ship to the dock. He notices that adventurers are leaving rather than going in the direction of the town, so it's curious to you that clearly dressed adventurers are seeming to be going away from this call to adventure. So Akimbo just jumps right on, helps Clara uh, onto the dock with her things, and says, from here we will walk. Do not walk ahead and do not fall too far behind. And Akimbo just starts walking down what is clearly the main path with Claire obediently following along. So we're supposed to meet he, like specifically here to start? Or we just have to go find the princess somewhere? So your quest is to head to Guare. So Guare is a nation and the biggest town is called Fayhaven. Mm. And it's in Fayhaven where the letter indicates that, well, you're supposed to go to Trader's Haven and be taken to Guare, right. which is going to be in Fayhaven with your Guarian guide. So um, Travis knows that this is a, this is a very, like Travis has probably done this trip um, a few times at least. Mm-hmm. And he knows that it's about an, like an hour and a half walk down this dirt road, and then you will reach Fayhaven. It's the fastest way to get there by river. Hey guys, let's go down this road. <laughs> <laughs> How long must we go? It's already getting dark. Golden not a problem about for an hour me, and a half. but I feel that my my tall friend may have troubles. You as well, I should imagine. Are we gonna set up camp? What time is it? It's like six thirty. We have to f- we have to follow Akimbo, right? He's our guide, so if he's going, we should probably follow him because he's going to give us entrance to wherever we need to go to find out where the princess was last seen or something. Yes, okay, just so we and must get the go. agreement on the gold and stuff. So let's I say let's follow follow Akimbo for now, and if he says we rest or something, we can you know we can right. sit down. I'm good to walk. 
So the path is 10 feet wide to accommodate two wagons to pass each other. As you start walking away from the river, what? Move on. Why'd you shake your head? It's a small ass wagons. Five feet across? Yep. What, it should be a 12 feet? A 12 foot wagon? That's crazy. Don't worry about it. Just <laughs> do what you had. It's fine. <laughs> well, you don't know how big Guarian wagons are. You're right. They're obviously very small. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah, this ain't the Wild West. It's almost exactly the Wild West if you think about we're in the West and this is the Wild. And there are no guns. There are no <laughs> guns in Novus. I don't care. All you gunslingers out there, no. Anyways, it's 10 feet wide to accommodate two wagons to pass each other. <laughs> As you start walking away from the river, following Akimbo into the forest, you notice the trees getting bigger and bigger and the undergrowth getting smaller and smaller as less and less light penetrates the canopy. Strange sounds, unlike any other you've heard, except maybe Travis, echo throughout the tops of the trees, making you look around only to find shadows and darkness. You see a few wagons making their final runs to the river or where itself, and they make familiar noises at least. Wooden wheels creaking, conversation amongst travelers and horses' feet trotting along, and they are gone and it's back to strange sounds and dark surroundings. At once, there's a sudden silence. A sparrow flies right in front of Akimbo's face, and he just stops dead in his tracks. Claire bumps into him a bit. Sorry. Do not move. Do not talk. Claire freezes. Roll a perception check. Everybody? Yeah. Anyone that wants to perceive. Uh, that is a one. <laughs> you get a bonus. Yeah, I got a bonus of what? I believe five, was it? Yep. It was, yeah. Yeah, so six. Okay, six. Eight. Eight. Fifteen. Ooh. Fifteen. So, Crick notices, with a 15 perception, in the canopy of trees above, two blue discs, 50 feet up in the forest canopy, almost the size of dinner plates. Akimbo goes, do not look it in the eyes. Time moves slowly at this point. Akimbo might as well be a statue. The trees above you start to shake and moan under the stress as a gargantuan creature pokes its head out and reveals a beastly cat-like creature with quills running down its back. It stares right at Akimbo like it's challenging him. Akimbo is unmoving. He is looking directly at the ground. The creature shifts its face to Claire, challenging Claire, but Claire's eyes are firmly shut her hands are clenched and they're shaking and she has dropped her sack. It switches to Anders. Do you look it in the eyes, Anders? He told me not to, right? He told you not to look it in the so eyes. Why the fuck would I want to look it in the eyes? <laughs> because this is a game where you can do whatever you want and this is fun for me. <laughs> He needs this. Yeah. I'm a little tempted to look at it. <laughs> but, That's the thing. See, now here's my thinking. I'm going to look it in the eyes, and it's going to paralyze me for fucking ten rounds in the goddamn elevator. <laughs> so I'm not going to look it in the eyes. Yeah. Anders is a wise man. Okay. And he looks at the floor. 
Okay. Or at least not in the eyes. Maybe not the floor. I'm not. I'm not a coward. So the creature then looks into Crick's eyes. Do you look it in the eyes? Uh, no, Crick looks deeply into the insides of his wooden mask in different areas. The creature creature can't tell with your mask. It attacks you. <laughs> um, Travis, do you look the creature in the eyes? No. I do not. So finally, it looks down at Travis. Travis is not looking in the eyes, and it huffs in your face. And the gargantuan creature starts moving away from you guys, back high above in the canopy. When I say gargantuan, this creature is like 50 feet long. So it just leaned down from the high canopy and just stared you guys in the face, challenging you guys. It somehow makes zero noise as it returns to the tops of the trees with only a few fallen leaves to follow in its wake. And you see a massive tail with quills disappear along with it. He is not supposed to be here. We must keep moving. Uh, Isn't this supposed to be safe? Yes. It is not safe. No, it is not. Hmm. What's in the sack, Claire? <laughs> I do a... Uh, mirrors! I, <laughs> I told you, Travis. Okay, sorry. Travis. <laughs> Can I do a knowledge nature check? Absolutely. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Uh, 26. So, I can tell you right now that there's zero chance you would ever be able to do a uh, knowledge nature on this creature. Because its CR is massive. But you can ask Akimbo what it is. Yes, uh, Akimbo, I I know not what this is. What what sort of being was that? So Akimbo is like speed walking now, and you're like speed walking along with him. As you guys are all, you guys don't want to run because everyone knows that is probably the worst thing to do. But you're definitely trying to get away as fast as possible. And he goes, it was a very dangerous thing, the Bandersnatch. Is this a, a mythological creature? I've not heard this name. Is this a common occurrence? Do they roam these lands? That's a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What is this, comrade questions? Mask man, talk too much. It is a strong magical creature, not from this part of the forest. It should not be here. That is all you should know. Let's keep moving. Yes, okay. You guys start moving along, Akimbo in the lead, with Claire very close behind. Up ahead, you see that it's starting to brighten up again as you see the beginning fades of sunlight as it's setting against the natural walls of Feyhaven. For the first time in an hour and a half, you can see the sky again as there is a large break in the trees as the sun starts to set. So Fayhaven is a circular city surrounded by trees. Instead of brick, stone, and mortar, the walls are live oak trees growing so closely together it seems almost unnatural. They don't even break apart until about 30 feet up. You see um, you see archers high in the canopy everywhere. Surrounding the forest walls, you see a moat. But instead of water, the moat is made up of thick and menacing thorn bushes, 30 feet wide all around. 
There's a drawbridge over the thorn bushes that leads right up into the fabled city. So this city is huge. And like imagine like six football stadiums big. So you just see these massive oak trees just circling this whole thing. And this moat, 30 feet wide, God knows how deep, it's so thick. Brambles, all these things down there, uncrossable. And it's it's amazing how natural and awesome it looks. Um, View and gasp in its splendor. Mm-hmm. Once inside, you are greeted with the same general structure of a city. You guys are in the trader's portion of the city where most outsiders stay, so there are lots of inns and stores close by. There's very little stone construction besides the blacksmith and a few other odd buildings. Being a large city, you could basically find whatever you need here. Akimbo keeps moving along with Claire caught wide-eyed the odd time and having to catch up. Akimbo leads you to a bar on the outer edge of the city called the Sly Fox. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> Inside the bar, you see at the back, there's a bar and a kitchen to the north. So the back would be the east. Kitchen would be the north as you enter from the west with a large golden key above it, the symbol of Abadar. Stairs to your south and 30 tables scattered all around with 15 of them being busy. And one particular table on the western side has a bunch of friendly commotion going on. The walls are similar to that of a hunter's lodge with strange animal skulls all about, many you don't recognize, decorating the walls and ceilings. This is where you will stay until the morning. The Elder Griff of Dragon Clan will hold an audience with you. You must be there before the sun is two hands before noon. Kimbo takes his leave. Thank you, good sir, for your great hospitality and guide talents. You kept us alive when others would not. I thank you. Yes, thank you also for your very clear and universal time measurements. Quite handy. <laughs> Kimbo. Uh, I mean, Kimbo, you're a badass. <laughs> you wrestled that alligator? <laughs> I think it was a crocodile. Oh, right. I get the two mixed up all the time. <laughs> that should never happen to anyone, ever. <laughs> you should be damn ashamed of yourself. Anyways... So Kimbo just nods. And he says, if you, if you see the croc again, you know, uh, say sorry about the, the whole arrow in the back thing. I was just trying to protect my friends. Well, I guess I didn't really know them that well. <laughs> but meant, meant, meant no disrespect. I think that's why I shot yeah. wide every time. <laughs> I'm sure that's why you shot wide. But Kimbo just nods. He's not happy. He's, uh, he's had a bad day. And uh, he takes his leave. And you assume that... Uh, Ever since the Bandersnatch, he's even more on edge. Probably has to report it to someone. So there is a gnome that approaches you amid the hustle and bustle of a busy establishment. He's wearing a patchworked cone hat covered in wax due to a lit candle he has on top of it. <laughs> he's wearing fine clothing and has facial hair similar to Wolverine from X-Men. <laughs> Come, come, you must be weary and thirsty. Sit, sit. The rooms are taken care of, but you can be sure the drinks and food are not. My name is Gilly Gillerson. What can I do for you? Claire's just like, I, I would just like to see my room, please. Of course, just up the stairs. Here's the key. Third one. Off you go, lady. 
I can say, hey, Claire, if you want to come down for a drink later, we'll be probably down here, me and, uh, me and Anders at least. Uh, uh, I've had quite the day. I just kind of want to lie down for a while. Of course. Sleep well. I have a headache. <laughs> so do you guys order any drinks or food from Gilly Gillerson? Keep the beer coming, don't stop. Maybe get me a bear and a beef. We got a fine deal for you, sir. Two beer, two silver points. Points? That's not what we call them. What the fuck do we call them? Pieces? There you go. <laughs> two silver pieces. I probably have that, I'm sure. Just get me the beer. <laughs> Is there any good foods here for eating? All right, I pulled up the menu here, and we got lamb stew, lamb stew, or lamb stew. Hmm, this is lots of options. Um, yeah, three. I'll have number two. Oh, good choice, good choice. I recommend the number two. Take one of each. Oh, a mighty fine appetite you have, sir. That sounds fine to me. I think I'll just eat some of his food after he doesn't eat all three meals. Poppycock. You can always Anders change your mind later. All of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just We're going on a bender. I need some sustenance. Where, where are our rooms? Need a good base. You each have your own room. You're four, five, and six. You guys can figure that out yourselves. And he just throws three keys on the thing. Excellent. Yes. Thank you, good sir. You're most welcome. I'll be right back with your food and drink. Uh, Z. Oh, did you order two? Z. Oh, does that mean you want two drinks? Yes, I keep it you coming. Said it was two drinks for two silver yes. something or others. I cannot remember all the deals I give out, but that sounds about right. So that's what we'll do. <laughs> sounds like very expensive beer to me. I'm going to admit, I just make it up as I go along. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> You can maybe get like five kitchen. copper for all yeah, of that. Yeah. He was in fine clothing. He knows what he's doing. He's got a candle on his head. Yeah. Did you know lit? how much candles cost? Is it lit? Yeah. You didn't get any drinks then, yeah? I didn't. No, not yet. Okay. I don't want them. Water shall be good for me. Oh, fuck you, boy. You have the drinks. I have the water. We make a good combo this way. <laughs> so as you guys are waiting for your drinks, um, you guys see companions around working their craft, trying to seduce travelers. You see uh, Russell at a table with uh, a few people standing around the table. Like, maybe, what are you guys talking about? What do you guys think about what just happened? You probably just, uh, you just had a fight with two crocodiles. You just had the highest, biggest, most meanest creature that you've probably ever seen in your life stare you down. You saw heroes going away from the city that heroes are supposed to be going to. There seems to be a bad omen in the air. What are we talking about? These heroes that leave the city, they don't seem of heroes to me. So I don't think we should call them that. Yeah, I believe he, they are the cowards, is the word that Anders used before. Heroes don't give up, because who's going to do it? That's right. It will be us. Maybe this small girl who goes in the other room, I don't know. Maybe she joins, maybe she does not. I don't know how useful her mirrors are. Maybe it makes armor? I don't know. I think we'll need to get some more information from this young lass if she's to travel with us. Yeah, it's a, I find it a little strange. 
I would have liked to have kept the small halfling man. I, I liked his songs. <laughs> you get me enough drinks and I'll sing you some songs. Yes, nice but maybe lullaby. you don't pay so much as you already agreed to, you know? Because that's a very big price for two small beers. No, this is nonsense. I'll pay a fair price. You get two coppers worth of beer. You drink all night and into the morning. Uh, I think this is a little shy, but uh, yes, somewhere in between. So looking up this chart that I'm not copying, it says <laughs> that a ale or a gallon of beer mm. is two silver pieces. So mm. I'm giving you uh, two gallons of beer. Oh, they're gallons. Oh, we got steins going. <laughs> yeah. Two gallons. Hey. Yeah. Oh, okay. This I is a class we established. Steins here. Yeah. <laughs> this is, what's his names? Yeah. Philly Wiggins, what? So you can also get an Applejack or a mug of Applejack for eight copper pieces. Ooh. I will have one of those, please. Travis right. wants an Applejack mug. Yeah, it sounds about right, isn't it? Did I hear Applejack? Here's your drinks. <laughs> two <laughs> gallons of beer. <laughs> the number one, two, and three, all lamb. Here is your number lamb and your number two lamb. Because I don't know. Do you get lamb too? I'm just going to eat some of his food. All right, right. Well, I brought you lamb anyways. Um, I'm not paying for it, but thank you. Okay, you don't have to pay for it. It's a deal. Oh, this place is wonderful. Perhaps I may have some free waters too. Oh, yes. We definitely have water. So, and a water and Applejack. So you guys are going to pay the two silver pieces and one silver piece for the food? So that's, yeah. You're to Mark it down yourself. somewhere. Minus three <laughs> silver pieces. Yeah. I have to write this down on my thing. Minus three. Oh, he's, Nick's got it. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure is you guys... Is that for all it's, of it? It's, yeah. uh, no, one per lamb, so... Uh, or is that one, each? Two, three, four, so six total. Why would he pay bit? <laughs> he got three lamb and two beer. Yeah. Minus. And then and then Nick somehow got designated yeah, as paying for, yeah. all of it. for all of it. You're just keeping track. Like this is silver pieces. You guys we got Nick and Del. We're, we're, we're all extremely poor. Are you guys really? Yeah. Maybe yeah, I don't need course. to. Maybe I don't need to order all these extra things well, if it doesn't do anything for me. Bicker about it in character. Nothing. You guys can start bickering about it in character. <laughs> how you're paying for this shit? Bullshit. I, we're still drinking. It doesn't matter. I am yeah, paying for none of these foods or these drinks because I already said no, and he gave me free food. This man. I'll fight. share my food with this ninny over here. Are you gonna keep the books in this uh, business you're running? Me? What words are you saying? Well, you said you're the boss, so you're going to keep track of the money, in. No, you figure out your own foods. I got free <laughs> foods. <laughs> I put six silver down. As you guys are talking, there's a big smash and a big... And you see a bunch of guys tap each other on the shoulders, and some guys are just pissed, and they start handing over money in the western part of the bar. What do they look like? They just look like, um, they look like uh, there's some adventurer types. Okay. So there's not all adventurers that left. Mm -hmm. um, and they just look like, you know, yeah, common adventurers just having a good time. And they're all like, something's happening at that table. Um, make a perception check to see what's going on. Sure. 
Womp womp. Oh, no. 21. 21. Not eight. Natural eight. one for a seven. So as a frequenter of bars, <laughs> Anders, you recognize a good, friendly arm wrestling oh. competition when you see it. Right. This, these are my folk here. <laughs> can I challenge them? You can absolutely challenge them. Anders would like to participate in this arm wrestling tournament. So you can just go up, approach the table. Hello, yeah, you got you got one guy who's like getting up and leaving and he's kind of like gri gripping his wrist and he's kind of like upset and so he's like clearly like the loser and then you got right. this guy just kind of stretching and you know just another day's work right so i will approach and his approaches two gallons of beer in hand <laughs> <laughs> and three lambs i <laughs> I you can just leave all your lamb at the table? I've no. I've already wolfed it down. I've wolfed down two of my lambs. I left one for the for the the masked man. And I uh so I down my gallon of beer in front of these arm wrestlers. I put my other gallon on the table. Yeah. Uh, hello, blokes, may I participate? So this big human looks up and smiles at you. And uh, you can see he's kind of wearing like the bottom pants of um, chainmail. And he's got a uh, sword on the floor next to him. And the top part of his chainmail like hanging on the back of his chair. So he's just kind of got like his undergear on, like his tan undergear. And uh, you, you did say your name, right? My name is Anders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a go then. Yeah. Pleased to meet you, Anders. I'm Cratch. Would you like to make a bet? Oh, what kind of wager are we talking about? I only arm wrestle for five gold pieces. Five gold pieces? Jeez. It's very stupid. People just keep giving me five gold pieces. <laughs> Where's my gold? I'm not sure you have five gold I do pieces. have gold. Oh. I have 11 gold pieces. You have 11 gold pieces. Now, okay, what, what can I, what, okay, well, how's this going to turn out? Are we rolling a dice here? Well, dice roll. this is Pathfinder, so are we are most definitely rolling dice. I'd like to roll a perception check as to how strong this guy is. I want to eye him up. Yeah, okay. I'm going to size him up. Absolutely. You don't even need to roll a perception check for that, really. Really? Why? Because you're just standing there looking at him, and like, like, Perception checks, yeah, it's like, it's sometimes like in the moment you want to roll a perception check, but when you have time, you can be looking at him like this whole time, Maybe right? he's on drugs, though, and I can perceive that he's on drugs. <laughs> it's got, you know. Absolutely, you can, uh, that's a good one. If there's somebody helping him. You can roll a perception check to see if there's anything shady going yeah. on. Any funny business. Any funny business to this arm wrestle. Definitely. Yeah. And Eight. <laughs> so plus uh, no that's a three. Oh, <laughs> that is the plus. Well he he looks like an uh, an impressive warrior um he doesn't like your strength is quite high like what is your oh, strength? Oh no I'm gonna do it because I've already come here and I've slammed the beers so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not committed but what is your strength? Uh 18 yeah so you're a very strong man so he looks like you know he looks like a challenging guy but he doesn't he he doesn't look like anything you're scared of and you don't see like 
You like kind of look under the table a little bit, trying to see is there something he's bracing on, or is he like sticking his foot under something to get an advantage? And you don't really see any of that kind of stuff. Right. Well, I'm gonna pay you a bill. I already got it. I'm gonna pay him back. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so do you accept the challenge of yeah, five gold? I accept. So. He, um, Gratch puts his five gold on the table and you match him? Yeah, I match. Then just keep giving me the money. Okay, let's go, guy. All right. So I brace myself and uh, let's have a go. Okay, so you lock arms with Gratch. And first thing you're going to do is you're going to roll an initiative. Initiative? Wow. Four plus two, six. <laughs> six. So you just, lock just arms throw with that Gratch. Dice away and use I, I just switched. <laughs> you lock arms with Gratch, and as soon as you lock arms, there's a guy that puts his hand above you two and lifts it up. And Gratch was ready, and he got the jump on you, bringing you a little bit down. Somebody's so, grabbing all hands in the beginning of a arm wrestle. Well, this to indicate the start, you know, the oh. guy, yeah, the referee, the drunken referee who just loves his job. Right. Anyways, so now you're going to roll a strength check for me. 17. There you go. 17. Plus, strength? plus something. Plus yeah. Four. yeah. Plus four. 21. 21. A mighty strength roll. And you... Bring the arm back up to center as you battle Gratch. He got the jump on you, but you just set your feet and you just know that this five gold's half your money. Yeah, you <laughs> and you bring it up to center. Watch, yeah. I need to watch this. Yeah, that's, a, that's like oh, well, all. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get closer and watch. I put down my stew. Yeah, as soon as you and saw I'm him. Just like, I'm yeah. just like, get him, Andy! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you saw him <laughs> go up and chug the beer and. Uh, and Crick continues his meal, because he's probably seen Anders do this many a time. I slowly eat my meal calmly. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear Travis cheering you on, I and you sip, roll another strength check. ever so slowly on my tasty waters. Ooh, 11. Plus your modifier. That's it, that is. <laughs> so. Oh, 11 total? Yeah. So he brings you back down to where you were before. Roll another strength check, big surprise. 13. 13, and he brings you down even more. Oh, so you're just above the table. This is just for dramatics. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's a good roll. What is that? 15? 19? 19? You okay, you're, you're back 20. up to before halfway. This is quite the battle going on. Yes, 22. Oh my God, you are now halfway. You were just an inch down and you fought all the way back up. I told you. Oh no! Oh, oh, five. Gratch rolled a one. So I rolled. It's a win for me. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's just like ow. Yeah. So now and you, you and have you, and you quickly push it. For the first time this match, you have advantage on Gratch. And this, and this. I'm trying to amp up everybody. And oh, that's this. not a good one. That's and not a good this. one for me. Thirteen. Thirteen, and you have him just an and inch. I've got you there. where I want you. There, you hear Travis cheering you on. One more roll. Let's do this. 
Oh, a natty oh, 20. Oh, my God. A natty And you bring his hand back up to middle and <laughs> smile in his face and slam it back down oh, well twice done. onto the ground. He just rips his hand away. There's bullshit. Flips the table. Just marches right off as you happily pick up your coins from the ground. He just grabs his chain shirt and his sword and he just leaves the bar. No need to be dramatic. It was always a win for Anders from the start. The guy's pretty happy still. I mean, he made, like, what, a bunch of gold before he lost that five? But it's not always about the gold. It's about, about your pride. pride. Yeah. It's the pride. I think it's a gold and I hold in front of Anders like a belt. All right, <laughs> now belt. a gallon of beer for all my associates, please. <laughs> Where's that gnome with the candle on his hat? <laughs> hey, someone want to spend more money? I'm here. That's right. All right, only 10 silver pieces per oh, gallon of beer. And you what can't the even... fuck is that all about? <laughs> oh, you just want a bunch of money. What's going on here? Oh, I, Share no. the wealth. And you can't even get any of the ladies to come to see you. <laughs> Share the wealth Paladin. is hilarious because he just bullshit. offered to buy a bunch of people beer. He is yeah. sharing the wealth. <laughs> if you don't get me my beer right now at the advertised price, I'm going to... I'm not going to tell you what I'd like to do, but I'd like to do some things that perhaps my character wouldn't align with. So <laughs> goddamn beer. <laughs> well, I don't want those potential things done to me, so I'll get you the beer. How many are you ordering? One for each of my associates, uh, Crick and Travis, and uh, is the other guy with us? He's got five gold. You can buy no, one No, Kimbo's the bar. gone. Kimbo's, Kimbo's gone. Oh, yeah. probably buy one for the bar. And uh, one for my sulking... Combatant here. Oh, he's already left the bar. <laughs> that guy there. Yeah. My associates and no one else. <laughs> All right. So that's three more beers. You ticking those off or what? Three silvers? Yeah, take them. Oh, no, for me. I'm taking them off. I already ticked off. Oh. I'm, I'm covering so the whole is bill. Is it 10 okay. silver? One gold? So I got plus yeah, five You're charging gold. him 10 silver for these? No, 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 no. But yes, 10 silver yes, is one yes, gold, yes, right? Yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. So you're down six silver and you're up five gold. So. Four gold That's and four, <laughs> four gold and four silver. Yeah, yeah. I actually have a lot of money. And Crick, Crick's just sitting there the whole time, just like <laughs> yeah, si sipping even on around. his water, just yeah. like this, this is a nice, nice place. I like this establishment. Mm -hmm. There's a whole bunch of commotion going over. Anders brings over like the, or he gets the the beer put down. Oh yes, I, I I think you can drink this one for you too. I don't want it, but thank you. I will drink the water Suit yourself. <laughs> Actually, if you don't mind, I, I wish to... I will be right back. And I'll take the plate that was essentially given to me for free because yeah. I was eating one of Anders' plates. Yeah. And I'm going to go to uh, uh, where Claire's room was. Three. Okay. Yeah, number three. And just go knock on the door there. Alrighty. So Anders proudly comes back to the table, has that conversation with Crick, with maybe Travis slapping him on the back. Yeah, I take, I take my... Yeah, I, I drink, drink. My, yeah Travis yeah. is a good man. He's going to drink his. Yeah, and <laughs> Gilly's a good waiter, so he already had him ready for you. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, um, and you guys can have your moment of fun around the table while Crick heads upstairs to which room? I wish to go to the third room. Okay, excellent. So you knock, knock on knock the on third the room. Yes. And what do you say? I knock on the door. Okay. You hear a shuffle to the door, but no action. I try again with a knock. Excuse yeah. me. Good good woman, Claire. I have some food for you. Perhaps you'd like to eat after such a long day of travel. Um, f 
food does sound nice. It is a lamb stew. I have had some myself. Not of this bowl, but you may have. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Good add-on, yeah. Not from this yeah. one. Don't worry. So the door and opens maybe up only a bit. dip tongue in a little bit to make sure not too hot. <laughs> so the door opens up a bit and she kind of peeks out and she's not necessarily like looking at you so much as like past you, seeing if it's like just you. Yeah, like, like her I, attitude... I step out of the way to like let her see. Yeah. And it's, um, and she's not as like hostile to you as she was before. Like you guys went through a thing together and uh, you were there with her during the battle. And you have traveled together longer, longer, and she sees that like before that was her initial intention uh, impression of you, but now she's had more time to get to know you and your companions. And yeah, she just says, "Okay, thank you for the plate," and she like kind of grabs it and starts closing the door. Yes, no problem. Have a good night. Perhaps we see more of you in the morning. She opens it up again. She goes, "Thank you," and closes it. That's it. Then I wish to go back with my other friends. To finish my delicious water. Yeah. <laughs> the water's hideous. It's like you don't even know where it came from. Might as well be urine. I thought they have a good water. <laughs> Pretty clean river stuff. It's like crystal it's clear. clear. The, Gross. <laughs> <laughs> it just, they give you the worst stuff just because you ordered a water. Yeah. <laughs> so Gelly comes back. Does somebody say 50 shades of gray? No. No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Well, uh, Anders, was it? Is that you? Yeah, it's my name. I saw you kick the crap out of Gretch. That was amazing. Well, yeah. would, would you be into, like, more extreme things in arm wrestling? What sort of things? Butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that's, that's more extreme. Yeah. That three escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah. Three escorts show up. Does someone say butt stuff? <laughs> we want you, Anders. Ten gold for the butt stuff. Uh, I can't uh, do any of that. You want me to stud? Someone's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, you know, some of the underground things. Like what? We talking cage fight? The first rule is I'm not allowed to talk about it. Oh, it's a fight club, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no one said fight club. Oh, shit, now I said it. Now I keep you, saying the word. <laughs> are you the one running the fight club? I uh, may or may not be the one running the fight clubs. So, that doesn't matter. Do you want to fight? Do you have multiple personalities? I actually do, but that's not <laughs> pertinent to this situation. All right, I'm in. Why? Hey, I'm I'm I might be might be drinking a bit, but is that a good idea, Anders? Why not, Mister Anders? Um, I believe these things are in black market. No, we just bet. Who cares? It's fight and bet. It's like boxing, you know? So if I go back and find the local town guards and bring them into this as well and talk to their captains, everybody's happy? Who do you think I pay? Why do you, why do you pay them? <laughs> so they let me fight. It's called the fight tax. <laughs> this feels not right, good sir. Sanctioned competition of martial arts. This isn't the Vatican. Uh, yes. I don't know, it's a phrase from my homeland. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, I'm not bar. comfortable with these sorts of things. I think I shall retire and bid you all good night. This is not the place for me, Anders. It is not the place for you. 
and I walk off. Maybe we find some more adventurers, uh, you know, keen on adventuring with us. More recruits. <laughs> well, you can do a gather information on the bar. How do I do that? You roll a 20-sided dice, and you just roll your diplomacy. 17. Plus, Plus your... Minus one or zero? Yeah, whatever your character sheet on your smallest phone I've ever seen. It is minus one. This is 16. So 16. So 16, you start being social around the tables. Wait, do you really think that uh, it's... He he can't fight club as it's a not paladin. To the death, right? Yeah, no, it's not to the so death. It's just like a joust. What's yeah. wrong with a joust? Yeah. If you don't, I mean, you, there's no money. Well, I guess the lawful part though. This is the lawful yeah. good, right? Yeah. Your lawful good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't tried know. to tell you these things, Anders. <laughs> I'm new at this. He's a little bit, little bit tipsy after four south. gallons of beer. Yeah, that's right. And the winning of a arm wrestle. Yeah. Tournament. I think I'll hang around and see if uh, any ladies fall off his large physique. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I leave that up to interpretation. If it's if it's not a it would, lawful thing, if it's, I don't if think it's, it is unlawful. Really, if it's an actual legal thing that like the not just the guards who are in on it, but yeah. the actual town guard, the magistrate or whatever runs it, all the everybody's like, oh yeah, that's yeah, the fighting the, pits. All the Guarian soldiers that's go normal. to like, train in the pits. Or, sure, if it's something yeah. like that, then sure. But if it's illegal if, in any way, then, uh, then <laughs> I'm no. Not allowed to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wear this chicken suit. Don't ask. Yeah, like yeah. if there's anybody that you have to like bribe along the way or to get somebody to look away no <laughs> you will lose all your powers and yeah so well what is it uh, gnome oh you're asking me the question i'm asking the gnome yeah what's the what's the fucking deal is it an advertised sanctioned competition or is it a underworld underground black market for Violence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose there is a reason I hide it under a trap door under with a barrel on top. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't think it's illegal, but maybe a law-abiding citizen would. How about you, Travis? Are you some lawman that's afraid of a little scrap? Yeah, I'm just worried about my buddy Andy's here. I gotta... Gotta watch out for his better well-being a little bit. Can I champion for him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really that good in a fist fight, you know. I couldn't have beat that guy in an arm wrestling competition. I can barely beat me mom. <laughs> Let's say my associate here happened to commit himself to fighting in this, in a stage of drunkenness. Would I be able to champion for him <laughs> in a clear conscience? Because I'm saving my associate from certain defeat. I'm a fan of loopholes, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Just religious loopholes with your god. Yeah. Well, technically, he would have died if I didn't save him, so I had to fight the guy. For the but anyways, good. if Travis doesn't want to fight, you've rolled your gather information, and you rolled a 17. Yeah. So you start mingling... With your two gallons of beer, <laughs> double fisting, going Second from table gallons, to yeah, table. Like one of them's already gone. Yeah, but you did order another That's one. That's right, I did. Yeah. 
with your gather information, you get some some small things right away from from crowds just uh, saying hi, hello, da 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 da. You hear rumors of a Fight Club. You hear rumors of animals and plants acting weird. Some believe a curse has fallen upon the forest. You learn about the different clans in this city, Feyhaven. So there's the Mongoose clan, the Snake clan, the Tiger clan, and the Dragon clan. Um, you know, with the 17's a good roll, you get a little bit more out of a drunken Guarian with a uh, tattoo of like tiger stripes on his face and arms. Clearly from the Tiger clan that people from the Mongoose clan and people from the Snake clan they despise each other. Naturally. Mm-hmm. And these clans are um, pretty much like noble families, but like bigger than that. They could be like groups of families that have kind of just uh, joined together with their wealth and created like sections in the city where they live. And most Guarians like are not part of these clans. Like most Guarians are poor or fighters. And then the noble c- families kind of do their thing as noble families do. The princess is from the Mongoose clan? The princess is not from a clan. Oh, okay. The princess is the chieftain's daughter. So you also learn that the chief has had 20 daughters. So. It is tradition for the chief's first son to be the next chieftain and the chief's second son to be the leader of the armies. And this is how it's been for over 500 years. This is the first chief, Chief Smarg Underbite, to only have daughters. And now he is so old that he's like tried. He's got many wives, he's tried. He ain't making any more babies. So one of the big battles between the Snake Clan and the Mongoose Clan is the Mongoose Clan is down with making the missing princess the new chieftain. They're more progressive. Uh, they're, they're happy to support a new female leader for the first time, and that's all fine to them. The Snake Clan is like, fuck that. We have to keep the keep things the way they are, stay traditional, and if we make this change, after that, who's going to lead our armies? There have been many a big debate going on, and there's lots of fire being thrown around in those debates, especially with the princess missing now. You also meet a impressive-looking ranger sitting by himself. With uh, beer, he seems to be slowly drinking. He's definitely not going through it as fast as you are. His name's Faragorn. <laughs> uh, I was about to say Aragorn. <laughs> I was going to ask him if his name was Strider. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he is essentially depressed because... Self-girlfriend left him. He's, he's been looking for the princess for a month. And he's found no trace. So he's like, he's like, I'm at a loss. I've never failed before. There's terrible energy in the forest. I don't like it. Animals do not approach me as they usually do. 
I must regroup and regain my confidence on another adventure. Then he just like constantly looks off into the distance. Just distraught. Did he just soliloquy to nobody? Well, to Anders. Anders just kind of approached him. No. He, maybe he was already talking to no one in particular. Anders was <laughs> talking drink. to a coat stand Anders like next to him, just like, "Hey, Mister, hey, buddy, get out of the line yeah. for the bathroom." <laughs> He's just so. Fret not, Farago, and I saw a halfling not even three miles from here. I'm sure you'll be fine. You'll find your purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I work alone. Seen a lot of things. Done a lot of things. Can't trust no one. You're quite edgy, aren't you? Just, yes. <laughs> I was wondering why you're wearing eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. There's no eyeliner. Cool. I like the feel of it on my skin. All right, if you say so. <laughs> Somebody say coal? Would you like to buy some coal? <laughs> Three gold pieces. Premium gold. It'll take those bags right out under your eyes. You were the worst goddamn merchant I've <laughs> Two copper pieces. Two copper. <laughs> Everyone's like, hey, you charged me three gold pieces. <laughs> no, you paid me three gold pieces. <laughs> You've already paid. Bye-bye. Wax drips as he walks away real fast. So, you've done your gather information. You have, how have you approached the oldest trade in life? The noble escort that approaches your table. Goes, hey, honey, looking for some warmth in your bed tonight? To who, to me? To Travis. Travis, there you go. Hello, lady. (laughs) Hello. I got some. She's like moving around and wriggling. (laughs) <laughs> what does she look like? Okay. And they were told to look sexy. So how much beer have you had? <laughs> the gallon and the... The, the apple, apple jack. jack. Okay, so what is your constitution? I don't recall. Oh. Gallon 14. <laughs> 14. That's a pretty good constitution. Yeah. So we're going to say she's a bit of an older girl, and if I was going to... Doesn't matter, I do it. <laughs> 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 he was already to talk about it. <laughs> All right. No, t- describe her. Yeah, she looks like Helen Hunt. Okay, but like, like early Helen Hunt. Like, sure, I'll give you. Or? I'll give you mad about you, Helen Hunt. <laughs> okay. Serviceable. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Hey, say how much for the? How much for your company? It depends what you want, sexy. But I can tell you, I started a gold piece per half an hour. Wow, that's cheap. Whatever what? you want. I flip a, a gold piece and I say, I'll need two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> then we can talk. Tell me, tell me, tell me about the forest in Gua. <laughs> you got yourself a deal, hon. Stroke my head gently. <laughs> she starts stroking your head. On the way up, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, right. I'm going to go up to room four. Yeah, okay. Poor Claire. <laughs> just right I just wanted to be jealous. That could be her. <laughs> and her sack. Yeah. Sack of mirrors, just put them all up around. You're like, yeah, that's what they're for. No, I'm not so what them. does Crick uh, what, what does Crick do to wind down the evening? Well, I got up to leave the 
the the talk of black market uh, fight clubs, this was not suiting me, and I don't believe it suited my friends. So I had to leave. What room did you go into? I did not go to into a room just okay. yet, but we all have a different key for the room. So yeah. I, if you're what you're suggesting, is I, guess, <laughs> I don't believe this works the way you want it to. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even hear the door creak Travis open. Travis and a hooker burst in the door. <laughs> no, it's like he wasn't there. He comes in after. And he's like, carry on. I actually want to, uh, while they slowly. do their gather information checks, I believe I do something similar in that I want to try to talk to adventure types or perhaps people of this land of uh, letting them know that there is some danger coming to all of us and everyone should know. Okay, so um, you can roll a gather information. Uh, 17. 17. So, um, like really, um, Anders already talked to everyone, but you want to talk about different things. Yes, I wish to, to impart my own knowledge to them, and I speak of the ancestors. Is there anyone in particular that you are looking for? Like, are you looking for, you want someone from Gwer, you said, right? Someone from Fayhaven? If there's somebody who looks like perhaps guard captains or uh, somebody in fine clothings, these people, they need to know of the dangers. Yeah, that's fine. There's like, there's just like traders and stuff here and like the odd adventurer, but there were guards outside. I certainly want to let traders and merchants know. Their okay. word travels far. Okay, so you can even just go to the table that is now unflipped and... Um, <laughs> There was a bunch of uh, like regular traders that were are involved with like the nightly um, arm wrestling competition, and uh, yeah, you can just approach the the table and you see your your standard ragtag of five guys just kind of laughing, and they're all like you know kind of in their mid thirties. Uh, there's a young one there that's kind of like got his little beard he's trying to grow and be like the other guys he's a little just, peach fuzz yeah proud to be with the boys and you can see the guys kind of all ragging on him and laughing at him as you approach the table yes i walk up hello friends what's up gosh i did not believe i was being scary here or sneaking this the John Travolta hair over the mask it just, it just caught me off guard. And I, I run my hand kind of up to, to <laughs> yeah. flip it back over my head. Oh, yes, I, I don't always see when it goes down over like that. Thank you for letting me know. I keep it back. It's so greasy. Yes, this is the way I keep it. <laughs> How do you think I cast the grease spell? What can, what can we do for you? I just, I notice you look like men of many travels, and I wish to let everybody know in these lands uh, of the impending dooms that are coming for us all. I've got an impending doom for you. <laughs> yes, that, that is doom worthy. Um, <laughs> I speak more of apocalypse and uh, uh, the changing of the, the uh, people in power. So you see, the Kilamians. I believe there's quite a, quite many bad things in coming to be. So you see, like, one of the guys at the table is like an older sailor and he's got like one <laughs> eye, like, stitched closed. 
and he's just got like an old like gray beard and he's got the cigar hanging out of his mouth. Hey, see, I told yous, I told yous the doom's coming. I can smell it in the air. Yes. Perhaps you have seen bad omens in these last few days. Oh, many a bad omen I've seen. I... It is not just us. Strange, strange times, you see. I've traveled from far away, far to the east, near Bullock's town. The people out there, they do not want to hear these things. But bad, uh, terrible news is coming. Aye, no one wants to believe it until it happens, I tell you. And that's when they believe, but it's too late. This is true. Yes, yes. This man, you are smart. You should spread these words. Oh, Fred, you're just an idiot. Why are you fucking spreading this shit again? And then the young kid's like, yeah, Fred. Young kid. I, I look over at the, the young kid like, yeah. with, with uh, my wood mask on, and I just kind of glower at him. Excuse me, little boy. Perhaps you should respect your elders. He knows what he's talking about. And I want to make an intimidate check with it. Okay. <laughs> Roll for intimidate. Uh, oh, baby. I actually have that. Uh... 23. 23? fucking scary. <laughs> so the kid just kind of like backs his chair up. Just goes, keep talking to Fred. <laughs> just goes, I, the doom, I, what do you think the doom is? It is not for me to say, but the ancestors, they warn me of it. They, they know it is happening. It is my, it is up to me to let the powers that be know of it. So another guy at the table. What did they just say? Doom! You think this is funny for now, but you will not think it's funny when the heavens rain upon you. I've been told the heavens will rain upon me every day of my li- damn life from Fred. Hey, they be coming. <laughs> they be coming one day. He's not wrong. The one in the mask should be trusted. Always trust someone wearing a mask with John Travolta hair <laughs> approaching your table. <laughs> Saying there'd be a doom coming. That's what I say. As per the prophecy. (laughs) (laughs) It's written in the hieroglyphs. The hair and all. Especially the hair. Well, I think you should listen to this man. Anyways, gentlemen, I will leave you to your night. Have a good good night. You have a good night too, brother. Mm. And I just walk off and I'll I'll go off to my room after that one. Okay. Which room? Uh, what did we have? Four, five, and six? Yeah. Yeah. We have six. Okay. So, Anders? I am now, uh, pretty blitzed. (laughs) (laughs) You should have randomized the rooms, because all the keys are now, we just randomly grab one. I'm going to head up to my room. I am so drunk, I cannot see the number on the key. (laughs) (laughs) You keep trying doors until it works. I might just shoulder my way through a door or two. Hey, that's the kitchen! Here's rooms upstairs! Where are you going? Follow the candle. Hee hee. He walks ahead of you with this candle. <laughs> and I suppose this isn't the toilet. Yeah. That's my cactus. Yeah. <laughs> I will draw the first door I come across. Okay, so door number one is locked. I will f- try to fumble the key in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it probably fit. won't fit. No. I will attempt to shoulder the door. You see the light come on in the room. Hey, get the fuck out of my fucking door. All right, all right. This is not my room. <laughs> yeah. I'll try the next one. I'll mess you for the room. 
<laughs> so in the next one, your key doesn't work. No light comes on. I'm shouldering in the door. Yeah. <laughs> you shoulder the door. <laughs> Do a strength check. <laughs> one. <laughs> so you just this, you this just bounce off the door and you seem to do more damage to yourself and just land straight back on the ground. Oh, and you just like vomit door. a little bit in your mouth. <laughs> uh oh. I'll draw the next door. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yes. Who is it? <laughs> All right, it's not my room. <laughs> Do oh, you Anders? know what room my room is, please? It's not this one. Could you help me? <laughs> Maybe try the next one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try the Door next one. Door number four. How many? Has it been two minutes? We'll find out. I was going to ask, can I roll... Some sort of dice to see how well I perform. Yeah. I what I what I devise in my head is I can last a minute. So unless I roll a one on I'll a D one hundred. Unless I roll a one on a D one hundred, I can last that minute. And then each time it goes up by five. And what are you creating here? Sex games. <laughs> I want it I want it like because if I roll amazingly, I can last like twenty minutes to the end. Well, It'll be the best. Why don't you just roll a d20, oh. and that'll just be the minutes. Doesn't need to get complicated. 13. 13, 13 minutes. That's right. respectable. Yeah, never been there myself. Okay, so... I'm <laughs> <laughs> setting records here. It's, so, it's not great. <laughs> so, okay. So, you got approached this next door, and you oh, hear sounds that... Uh, <laughs> that's uh, recognizable. And... Uh, you hear some pal drunken paladin <laughs> trying to key at your door if you're even paying attention to this. Oh, I don't know if I'd hear it. Yeah. Um, well, what do you do with his shoulder? <laughs> okay, roll a strength check. We missed again. Oh, no. Two. <laughs> oh, no, I can't believe it. So you hear a big thump and a crash as Andrew tries to break through the door and falls down again. And I turn to her and I'm like, was that you? <laughs> you hear from the other side of the door Travis's voice. <laughs> Please help me, for the God. Try the next one, mate. Okay. Don't forget your key. So you basically crawl over to the next door, <laughs> reach your key up into it. And it works. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and you crawl into your bed, and I'm assuming you're gonna take off your That's armor out. somehow. But I'm sure, like, like I'm not gonna give you like the sickened condition and all this over and over. Like I'm, I'm, I'm this is a normal day for Andrew. Yes. <laughs> so like, he went easy. Yeah, you only had a couple gallons. I'm assuming like that gets you there, but that doesn't get you like blackout. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm assuming that you're seasoned in drunkenly taking off your armor and handling some rough mornings. But if you get, like, blackout drunk, there are definitely going to be penalties coming your way. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But so you drunkenly take off your armor. Maybe not, like, all of it. You leave on, like, a, a gauntlet or something. <laughs> and uh, you just pass out with, like, half the blankets on top and you're, like, upside down in the bed or something. I'll keep the gauntlet on my balls. It's nice and cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you lay on hands all night. <laughs> so, 
Uh, is there actually any, um, <laughs> would there be any soil here or is it like, what's the, what is it like outside? Um, stone. So like, oh, it's all uh, stone. Okay. yeah, it's like rocks, like flattened rocks. Okay. Like where the wagons would have to pass. It's like tightly packed, like cut rock. Okay. Like, uh, like ancients used to do, um, in those pyramids and stuff. <laughs> Sure. But, like, there are a lot of um, houses that would have, like, a hard-packed dirt no, floor. No, that's all good. That's, yeah. That's, 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 it's all good. That's fine. Yeah, but the the traveled streets will have that. And, um, yeah, you would have a wood flooring in your room because you're on the second floor. And the main floor did have a wood flooring as well. And you don't know the flooring of the basement where we will not break the first rule. So, nighttime passes. So, it is the next day, the 9th of Gazra. So, tell me, you guys all had different kinds of nights. Let's start with Anders. What is your morning routine? Well, <laughs> I guess I'm uh, visiting the latrine <laughs> for uh, a few moments. At the very least, to uh, expel any uh, toxins from my <laughs> system. As a paladin, I have to run lean and uh, and fit. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Michael Phelps of the paladin world. Yeah, this is my routine. So, Anders, you are a paladin. Yes. And you do technically have a god. Like, your character's been through some shit. Your entire town that you grew up in um, called, do you know what it's called? Crislania. That's it. Um, they were essentially overthrown by demons. They were close to where this old dwarven sky citadel used to be. And they that citadel was wiped out by the forces of Kalam, which is Kalam is the largest um, human uh, nation in Novus. So if you want to know where Kalam is and you picture, say, North America, the Adivan is Alaska and Kalam would be like Wisconsin-ish. Middle, north, U.S., bottom, center, Canada area. And then Kalam is a vast desert, like the Sahara so I mentioned this because I have made some changes to the Pantheon in this world I've written. And it's important for the super nerds to know who I love and respect. And there's nothing drastic, nothing crazy, okay? Just a little bit to help, you know, Anders play uh, edgy paladin and stuff like that. So one thing that I've done is the Osirian Pantheon is completely wiped out. I said I did small things. I wiped out a pantheon. Um, that has been taken over because Kalam worships one god, who they call the All-Mother, representing the sun, where all power comes from. And it's kind of like a crusade that's happened over the last 300 years where um, one god just took over and that was it. Like, you either believe that god or you're out of here. So there's been a lot of blood shed in the quest of the All-Mother, 
and the Osirian gods are all but dead. There might be one small family in a cave who worships one of the Osirian gods, but they're all but essentially eliminated. This is because of Anders' god. So Anders' god is a god I've created, the last change I've made to the Pantheon. And Anders' god is an imperial lord. The imperial lords or the lords of Imperion are unique outsiders who have transcended their original forms and have acquired a small spark of divinity, becoming demigods. They guide mortals on the various paths to righteousness. The goddess Serenray herself is said to have risen from their ranks. Angels, Archons, and Azadas, and powerful Agathions, known as Agathion leaders, have all entered the ranks of Imperial Lords. So there's a large list that Paladins can choose from for these Imperial Lords. And I made a Chroma to suit Anders' character because a Chroma, much like Anders, has, has made some mistakes. His mistake was that he, in a sense, led the All-Mother to this dimension where she was able to implant her seed and grow and eliminate other gods. So the Pantheon is not happy. So Akroma is almost like an outsider, a lot like Anders is in like the Paladin community. And they kind of have a rocky relationship. But they both need each other because Anders is the last paladin worshipping Akroma. They had a huge town with a huge enclave of paladins. Anders' father was very well respected in the community as a great warrior. And Anders followed in his father's footsteps and crushed it. And because Akroma had fallen in his duty, this did result in the calamity of Anders' town. Now, Anders doesn't know that, but it has caused a rift between the two. So, where did you... Like, do you believe in your god? No. So, the thing is, is uh, the shit happens. I lose my faith then and there because my powers uh, have failed me at the key moment. Yeah. When I need them the most. Yeah. They've failed me because... Chroma wasn't there for you. Exactly. Yeah. So... I'm very embittered by that, and, you know, obviously it's a huge conflict, plus the death of my father and all of my brothers and the town and everything, right? Like, mm. it's just decimated. So it's a massive failure. It's on all parts, and, uh, you know, you can't help but feel uh, accountable for believing in what you now believe is a false god and having been led astray. Your powers failed you when Akroma failed you. In return, in Akroma's shame, he came back and he watches over you and you have your powers now. And you've had them since Greslania fell 20 years ago and this whole time. So where do you think that these powers are coming from? Well, first of all, I don't use them very frequently because I've been living in shame in a shack. Yeah. Or like a decade getting drunk off my ass. Yeah. So very little have I had to use them. And second of all, when I do have to use them for whatever reason, probably by, you know, without being fully aware because I'm drunk, I would uh I would come up with with explanations 
the you know mental gymnastics if it, if you were to uh, to explain it rather than anything anything but the god having supplied that power pretty much mm-hmm. you know uh, you know oh it's the power of positivity you know Tony Robbins says I can do it I can fucking do it <laughs> <laughs> all right I can heal myself with my hands mm. I believe in it but you as lay on hands you don't have that ability I yeah. can't even do that yet so yeah. what powers are we even talking yeah. about <laughs> and even when you were younger like you were a more powerful paladin yes like you would be say a higher level don't know high level but like you were a commander and all these things and these years of drinking have essentially brought you and yeah. minimal use of power have brought you to square one but a chroma has always been with you you're the last one it's his fault sure. you're still an honorable lawful paladin even though you did think hard about the illegal fight club <laughs> but deep inside There's you will lots make of things drawing you a lot you know yeah. a lot, your demons are pulling from all different directions yeah you may I, have gotten that somebody will put temptation in your way often so i just wanted people to know that because we are playing a complicated tortured paladin it's part of the class and um that's you'll see how this kind of unfolds as uh, we go on. So, Anders, what is what is your m- morning routine religiously? Like, do you have any old habits even at all, or are do you even like curse a chroma in the morning, or what do you do? Uh, well, do you say? Do you think about your dad? Do you think about? Yes. So every morning. The, usually the first thought that comes to Anders' mind is the reminder of the colossal failure of his past, which he, he feels very strongly on his own shoulders. He doesn't necessarily blame the god, per se. He more blames himself for believing this nonsense that he's now essentially renounced and doesn't practice at all, which explains why he's level one. Mm. And uh, so... Yeah, his morning routine, like, yeah, usually he's he's hungover, so, you know, it's it's not pleasant. And he's racked with guilt uh, and very little, you know, worth and whatnot. Um, it's a struggle to begin the day, which is why it's easy to just live in a shack and get drunk. So now being out with these travelers and having some sort of adventure is quite strange for him. You know, waking up in a strange location as well. Quite out <laughs> does, of the ordinary. Does it? Yes. Like, does he ever drink and find well, himself in ditches? And this is a, this is a, an inn somewhere farther away. Yeah. So for him, it would be quite alarming to be waking up in this indoors place. You know. So how uh, old is Anders? Late thirties. Uh, you wrote forty-one on your character. Sure, sheet. there you go. Yeah, that makes more because you're saying early it was 40s. twenty years ago yeah. was the falling or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, early forties. So how did it feel pulling those people out of the water and saving their lives? Like, that's probably the first time in a while you've done, like, a truly paladin action. Yeah, it, it started to stoke some embers. You know, yeah. the, the, the feeling was there. It definitely didn't go unnoticed, but perhaps suppressed. Yeah, still early. Yes. So, Travis. I can't yeah. resist saying your name that way. I it's, just can't. It's great. Yeah. So, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> what is Travis's morning routine? How does Travis feel this morning? Feels great, <laughs> I tell you. Um, yeah, I mean, I was going to ask too, like, because I was curious if she had any information, like, because I, I wouldn't spend the whole time 
fornicating as it was. Yeah, you did have seven extra minutes. <laughs> <laughs> or was it for half an hour? So you had... No, it's 13, yeah, so 17 so 20, minutes. 17 minutes, yeah. So you had 17 extra minutes of information getting. Math is hard. So, yeah, like, she, she, yeah. she just lay there, stroke my hair. Yeah, I'd ask her about, hair. like, what's been yeah. happening? Like, yeah. how have you noticed this shift in, like, I want to know about, like, the local stuff. I want to know about, like, what's happening in town and what have you heard from people that have been through and... Mm-hmm. Well, at first, so there, her brain. Yeah, at first there was a lot of travelers, and then there was just like a couple travelers because people seem to be leaving now. But you know, this I still get a full night's work. I do look like Helen Hunt and mad about you. So, <laughs> well, let's work out. I must say, I'm, I am mad about you. <laughs> oh, hon, you're so sweet. What was your name? Uh, her name is Helen. Uh, Hunt Helen. <laughs> <laughs> Hunt Helen. Yeah. Well, Just lady. Just call me Helen. Well, Lady Helen. <laughs> lady Helen. Yeah. Um, Miss Helen. But yeah, like she um, is a mainstay of this particular bar. And I may have been here before. Yeah, may may have. Um, you know, she does get like the odd gossip here and there, but it's a lot of the gossip you heard. You guys did roll some nice uh, gather information checks. You know what I mean? There wouldn't be like same thing about the mongoose and snake clans hating each other. Same old things. Um, you do hear one thing, though, that um, some people do suspect gnomes for trouble as well with Princess Gertrude. Because the gnomes and the humans have been allied ever since Kalam's like Kalam's been trying to like crusade on them too, and they had to um, join together to battle them off, and they've been allies ever since. But before, they were not getting along. So there, there is some. Oh, there's always some thought Past that prejudices exactly. They those don't go away, right? So there is some thought that they might have some involvement as well. But, you know, you see a ton of gnomes around, so they are well integrated with each other. But she does mention that as well. Gnome saying? Gnome saying! You taking a gnome census? <sighs> and uh, so what is your morning routine when you wake up? Um, I'm going to get my bearings. Um, <laughs> I like to start with a spot of food. Yeah. I go down and see what's, see what's for breakfast. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like to stay about. I got some energy, so I want to get up and get moving around, see what the local buzz is, and see what's going on. Okay. And uh, Crick, what is your morning routine? Crick spends some time each morning, and uh, he he has his mask, as we all have seen or all have heard. You're wearing a mask? No, yes, <laughs> very strange. Uh, for those that don't know, most wizards or witches or sorcerers, these things, they have mm, familiars, I believe is the name. But Or bonded objects. These, these are not things that Crick has. Crick does not believe in such creatures. What he has is his mask and the scars that are on his body. Now, what he does each day is he hangs his mask from tree branch, wall, anything, anything at all. And he sits cross-legged, he stares for about an hour or so, and he contemplates the pain and the agony that this mask is to him. For this mask, you see, is a very scary thing for other people sometimes, but for him too. Yeah. For him, again, it, it seems more like a, the pain and the agony that this mask represents for him and the scars that are on him from the mask with the mask. 
They are all one and the same. He has many past troubles with his families, but also just the world around him. This is how he gets his power. He, if he needs to, he will take the dagger right into his arm or his chest or wherever it needs to be to gain more power. Pain is power. These things, they are. All right. Not creepy at all. So, <laughs> um, so whoever goes down for Fair breakfast, you see Gilly, new candle on his hat, unlit. Have to play with that. Sorry. That's, that's great. <laughs> so, are you guys all at the table for breakfast? Yep. After I spent my time with my mask. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming you woke up first, having not drank. This will be the same thing all the time. Yeah. Mostly just the waters. Isn't waters are life giving, and this yeah. is what Crick will drink. Yeah. Uh, I will spend the time. It. I also have my mask built of certain materials. Of it's called a green wood. The green wood, you see, must once per week need to be uh, fed with some waters and um, uh, fertile soil. So for tonight, it's no happen, and that's okay. We have much time, but it's a living creature, this mask. So, for today, I go back down to get some more food, perhaps free again. Last night, I get a I get good meal of lamb stew. We see what happens now. So, 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 if you don't feed it on the eighth day, does it die? No, this is not what happens. Oh, what does he said you have to feed it once a week? What happens if it... Like, I believe it will lose its power of the green wood. And then you just feed it again? Just let me know if I can kill your mask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can kill it. Give me a minute then. Oh, okay, so it, do it doesn't actually specifically say, but yeah, it would... I, I imagine it would die, basically. Excellent. So if I, know if, if I don't feed it with the waters and the soils, uh, one time per week, one gallon of water, uh, not even really one gallon because it's not that heavy, four-pound mask, um, then it could die. So I'll be keeping track of that, and let's see if we can kill Crick's mask. He'll forget. There's no <laughs> way he remembers that. Anyways. Crick is a very smart man. <laughs> Much smarter than GM creature. So yes. I think I will be okay. <laughs> He's we'll the see. resident brainy. Um, so in a roundabout way, you all arrive at the breakfast table at the, the same time. The boss is going to be a crocodile. I get it now. <laughs> yeah. I just got it. With a mask. Yeah, of an alligator. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crocodile wearing an alligator mask. out of his back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this makes sense now. Oh, he foiled that plan. Full circle. And Gilly Gillerson comes by. He's like, hey, you guys ready for breakfast? Yes, yeah. I need more foods again. Perhaps uh, on you again. That was very nice from you. Oh, I don't make the same mistake twice, sir. Don't you worry about that. Well, we got a big three things on the menu today, this morning. Breakfast lamb stew. It's breakfast lamb stew, breakfast lamb stew, and breakfast lamb stew. It's my favorite. I love the lamb stew. I choose to have the, the lamb stew, I think. Okay, two silver pieces. I, no, no, that's, that is far too much money for your one lamb I believe stew. I said one silver piece, which is what it says right here on the menu. And he writes breakfast lamb stew, one <laughs> silver piece, and he shows it to you. It's just the same menu from last night. He just wrote breakfast <laughs> yeah, on top of it. It's on chalk. <laughs> and just like yeah. crossed out the amount. Yeah, he just got a little chalkboard. This seems expensive too, but 
I am hungry and you gave me free food, so eh, we call it even. Excellent. And will you be having the lamb stew, the lamb stew, or the lamb stew? I'll take the lamb stew. Hopefully I'll keep it down. Great choice. With the breakfast lamb stew, we put an egg on top. How about you, Travis? Travis. Travis. That's pretty good. Yeah, I did it. (laughs) I like you. How's your candle? Is that a new candle? It is a new candle. I haven't lit it yet. Plenty of sunlight around. Awesome. I'm not a waster, you see? Wax costs a lot of money. You're a smart man. I like you. Um, I'll have uh, the number one this morning. Number one? Excellent yeah. choice. Excellent choice. Okay, I'll be right back. It'll be hard to top that number two. Oh, what do I forget? Hey, would you like a water again? See, I remember these things. Yes, I wish many water. Okay, I'll bring you many waters. He just leaves. I'll have what he's having. He's already gone. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay, I share some waters with you. I really don't like that goddamn gnome. (laughs) (laughs) He's a uh, strange fellow. He's a charlatan. Anders, we must be good to the people around us. Perhaps someday you may need their aid. I may have been drunk last night, but I know that man was robbing us blind the whole night. Well, sure, but if you don't drink so much, then he don't rob you so bad. I don't, I don't know how much you remember, Anders, but you won a lot more gold than he took from you. <laughs> I won that from the arm wrestling. It's different. Anyways, fuck the gnome. <laughs> <laughs> Someone say gnome, here's your food. Oh, lamb stew, lamb stew, lamb stew, <laughs> and a bunch of water. And he just got you like seven glasses of water. He's just magically carrying them on this like tray, balancing them perfectly. <laughs> I very much like lamb stew. It has an egg on top. It's breakfast lamb. Even better. So you guys finish your breakfast mm-hmm. and uh, maybe head out uh, outside? Well, we have until 10 o'clock at what? Where are we supposed to be meeting? I don't know. You know that... We're supposed to stay here and... What was the exact word? Akimbo was going to come back for us? No, no, no. At least uh, two hands before noon, yeah. uh, we meet somewhere. I'm sure Crick is much smarter than Alexei. <laughs> he would remember. And he would remember these words. <laughs> so you know that you're supposed to meet Elder Griff of Dragon Clan. Yes. So that might be a question to have. Excuse me, strange gnome. Yeah! Where is Elder Griff? Yeah, Elder Griff of the Dragon Clan. He lives in the island Inner Bailey. It's just north of town. You can't miss it. It's got huge dragons on it. This is much help. Thank you, sir. Oh, you're welcome. And he just patters off to the next table. And uh, Claire's coming down the stairs. And she's kind of wiping her eyes, and she's got her sack. And uh, she sits at a table, but not with you guys. You see, she makes an order, and... What do you do? I wish to go see young Claire. Okay, so you approach Claire. Excuse me, young miss. Yes? Did you enjoy your meal? I very much like the lamb stew. It was very gamey. Mm, I suppose, but these things can be good, you see. I don't know that it was lamb. Hmm. Are you sure? Then I think back and I want to make a knowledge nature check. <laughs> 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 I rolled a natural 20, so 28. <laughs> yeah. It's rat. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's uh, what's that? It's Mountain Goat. I literally rolled an under twenty on that too. <laughs> yeah, just like immediately clicks like, in your head. Wait, like, does it make sense? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you both don't like two bowls of it. <laughs> as long as you order anything else off the menu. <laughs> we heard the three options. So with a natural 20, you know with certainty that it's a capybara, the largest rat that can be found <laughs> in the jungle. You know, Claire, now that you mention it, I thought it quite tasty, but I think you're right. I think that's capybara. It's not a... Oh, not, I love those little fuckers. It's not lame after all. It's all they have, though, so I guess I'm having it for breakfast. Yes, I just ate the breakfast myself. I'm... Well, it tastes good. I don't... I just remember that part. It's okay. Anyways, how was your evening? Uh, I had trouble sleeping. There's a lot of banging in the other room. That sounds terrible. I know. And at your door. Yeah. (laughs) About 13 minutes of banging. (laughs) Give or take. (laughs) Well, have you thought more about perhaps uh, come with us for Grand Adventure of Safe Princess? Well, I'm actually going to go a little early. I have a presentation to do. Presentation for whom? For Elder Griff. You you get to go see him direct? I've already talked to Akimbo. I told him I have a special thing to do. And Akimbo saw me this morning and he said I get to do it. That's fantastic, young woman. I'm very happy for you. Is it something we could see, or I could see, perhaps? Everyone's gonna see it. This is this is wonderful. Is it right when presentation for Elder Griff? Two hands before noon. Yes, I'm just gonna go a little early, but everything will be ready for you guys. This is wonderful. Well, in that case, we will see you then. Enjoy your day. Okay, bye. She's going to set up a PowerPoint on those mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> I head back over to the table and let, let the guys know, like, hey, uh, our, our young friend Claire, she makes great presentation for all of us, but she speaks with Elder Griff. Perhaps she knows more or is more informed or something of what the goings-on are than, than we may suspect. Yeah, there's book-learned people often all like that. What is it that makes her book-learning? Well, you know, she just she's not much of a fighter, so she she's probably smart and stuff. Yeah, who else carries mirrors around in their bag? I don't know. Perhaps we should all ponder these things. Make like a knowledge check. Knowledge mirrors. <laughs> I don't have it, so I fail. <laughs> Can you knowledge Arcana to like you know if there's any rituals or anything that would involve mirrors? I don't know. Can I try that? Yeah. Sweet. What are my knowledges? I got oh, I rolled so poorly. Twelve. Twelve. You're sure that mirrors are a component to some spells, but you can't quite put your finger on which spells they Ooh, may I've be. I've got knowledge arcana. Oh. Give it a toss. Sixteen. One time in Grasslania, <laughs> you had a sister that was missing. And this sister... <gasps> had uh yeah had been missing just like princess gertrude and so your father in a panic hired a witch woman and this witch woman came with a silver mirror i should know all these things took a hair that was on your sister's comb 
and used it to scry and found that she was lost in the woods. And your father sent out a guard and found her in the woods. So you know that mirrors can be used for scrying. Why she has multiple mirrors, you don't know. She's going to use it to find the princess. This the is, mirror. This is great news. We must, we must uh, pay more attention to young Claire. She is more than meets the eye. Like a transforming person. <laughs> you guys just going to stay in the inn forever, or what are you going to do? We shall depart. I have no things to do until the meeting. I wish to wait and with my friends, and then we go and we see Elder Griff. Yeah. Well, north of the time. town. Yeah, we're going to listen to Kimber's instructions and make our way north. Outside the town is in full swing. You hear the banging of a hammer working fresh steel, wagon wheels turning and moaning, and the chatter of many people at once as they barter and yell orders or are simply enjoying a nice conversation. The sly fox is close to the gate where you entered on the southern side of the city. You can see a working district to the east where the hammering has come from, a guarded area to the north where there is an inner bailey of smaller trees and another gate which is currently closed to the west. You see a residential area made of many various wooden cabins where children are running and playing games. These cabins get progressively bigger and nicer as they further go west and north throughout the city and until they meet the tree wall where you can see the banners displaying snakes, mongooses, and uh, tigers signaling their territories. The humans and creatures milling about this town are very diverse, just like in the bar. Gnomes, halflings, elves, and non-Guarian humans are about. Besides humanoids, there are also strange creatures about. There are some plant creatures milling about on different tasks as well. Okay, the plant things moving around, are they like like little like ants or like little mandrakes? Or are they just like Fronts? animated vines? Or? So the plants that you see milling around are little plant people. And they're clad in like wing-like leaf cloaks and pine cone armors depending on the one you're looking at some are even wielding a twig as a makeshift spear hmm. travis you know these creatures quite well they're called leaf fleshies leaf fleshies tend to the well-being of trees in appearance they have soft pulpy looking bodies and wear clothing made of dozens of leaves Larger leaves cover their shoulders, often giving them the appearance of wearing cloaks. It's kind of funny. They even got like helmets made of pine cones. And uh, yeah, fun little creatures. Do they speak? Leaf fleshies speak druidic, sylvan, and plant speech. So nothing that you guys speak. <laughs> Excuse me, small leaf creatures, I say in sylvan. Oh, <laughs> snap. What is it that you're doing in this place? I get poop for master. That does sound <laughs> exciting. That was so worth it to talk to you. It's <laughs> <laughs> so glad we went down the trail. It's my job. Yes, yeah, so do you have any other jobs? Nope, just get the poop. Is that what all of you do here? Some get poop, some get not poop. What kind of not poop? I don't know, I'm the poop guy. <laughs> Which one is not poop? Maybe guy? water. I don't know. I'm get I get poop and I bring it to tree. You have a wonderful day, good poop creature. <laughs> Thank you. You too. 
I, I, I like pull my mask a little <laughs> to the side for yeah. him as I nod down. Yeah. Yeah. And he takes his acorn off and nods back. <laughs> you must have good poop though. You can rub some on your mask. No. They don't they don't have the highest intelligence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gathered that from my great conversation with this creature. What did he say? What did he say? It's not worth retelling, I say. <laughs> I do speak many languages though, so if if it comes up, it's something I can do. It's very interesting to me. The ancestors speak and I, I try to learn their old languages of old. Sylvan is one such language. That is awesome. Yeah, didn't expect that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you were to put your hand in the air, like and wave it around, like you just don't care. Yeah, it would be harder to tell what hour it is. But once you're done doing that dance, yeah. you would see that it is just under one hand before noon. So you don't have a lot of time. To I believe we are one hour late, good yeah, friends, and this is very terrible for all of us. What Apparently, we slept in very badly. Should be three hands. What? Yeah. Is that what I said? If it's one hand before two hands, it's three hands. You tell us we must get better for two hands before noon. Yeah. And now no, you it's tell one us it's hand one before. hand before noon. So that's like 11 o'clock. So first time oh, yeah. is 10 o'clock. <laughs> this go. time is 11 he o'clock. Gets it. He gets it. Math is hard. <laughs> So you put your hand in the air and realize that it's just under three hands before noon. As you bring your hand down and argue whether it is three hands before noon or one (laughs) hand before noon. (laughs) So with just a little bit of time before you have to make it to the inner bailey, is there anything you guys want to do? No, I have You know stores you need to go to? Are you just kind of walking around, looking around, taking in the city? Yeah, I don't think I have enough money to buy. I want to buy some potions of cure light wound. Okay, so you buy some potions of cure light wound. You have money for such an item? This is very nice. 50 gold pieces. I have have lots of money. Wow. Because I don't don't buy my composite bow. I'm glad we make friends with this one, no? I buy two of them. A hundred gold pieces to get like seven hit points. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay so travis you can easily find a spot that uh will sell you those um yeah they're very common potions um as time goes on you guys look around and like wagons with supplies roll by there is uh one that is quite large and barely even fits through the gate the wagon is walled 20 feet high and 30 feet long so you can't see what's inside but you do see it's being pulled by an elephant <laughs> 20 guardians armed with spear and shield are guiding it along some have tattoos of their house others have impressive feather headdresses from out of nowhere akimbo states they have had to increase the protection since word of the bandersnatch he seems to come out of nowhere and there's a sparrow on its shoulder preening its feathers is this the same sparrow from yesterday? It is my companion. Where was it throughout most of the journey? It is a free creature. I let it do what it wishes. Normally those boat rides are uneventful, so I let it roam free. So that large bender snatch creature, it perhaps comes into this town? I do not know the purpose of the bender snatch, only that it is not happy. Hmm. That is for others to know. I am just a guide. 
Okay, great, Captain Akimbo. Perhaps uh, we go to see this presentation of young Claire. What is she going to do, by the way? I am just a guide. You have way too many questions. Let us go. No, but she tell me you know what it is. He just starts walking. You're a frustrating human. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone's just going to sit down and have a cup of tea with you. So, yes. And I don't care for these primitive ways. No tea? <laughs> <laughs> so Akimbo guides you to the northern area where the gate to the inner Bailey is. Two large guardians stand guard to the wooden double doors carved intricately with dragon heads. The guards are both large men holding flambard swords in both hands with the tip of the sword resting on the ground. The doors are red and gold. The one on the left has a red dragon and the one on the right has a gold dragon. The guards open the doors and you walk into a large amphitheater. In the center, you see Claire setting up mirrors. And if you guys want to find out what happens, you're going to have to listen to next episode. Ah! More and more, more, more. No, we're done. It's kind of like a flash of light or something. Something, you know. Whoa, something exploding. I'm too drunk. You've given me too many <laughs> wisers. <laughs> we must end it. It's sweaty. It's open the windows. <laughs>